those boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast. Well, here in North America, in the news, politics is just at the forefront and you would have to live under a rock to avoid um, the politics on social media, on the TV or on the radio. And one thing that we hear a lot about is spin which is uh, the way that politicians manage to frame particular events or things that they've said uh, in order to make it more palatable or to really distract us from something that they don't want us to focus on. And a big problem that all politicians seem to have is what the pundits call a lack of transparency. So we hold our leaders, our potential leaders, whether it's an election cycle or not, to a higher standard, and rightly so. I mean, we want the people who lead our nation to have more than a passing acquaintance with the truth. Truthfulness is a virtue. Truthfulness is something that we aspire to, or we think that we aspire to. Most of us like to believe that we're truthful, that we have integrity, that we are trustworthy. And to be considered um, someone who tells a lie or someone who isn't transparent or someone who's secretive is seen as a really bad thing in our society. And that's true whether you're in politics or business or you know, just a, a private citizen. When I was drinking, I certainly wasn't truthful and I certainly didn't have integrity. It started out with a tiny lie of omission, you know, not confessing to the glass of wine that I'd had at lunchtime. Or the fact that I poured two glasses of wine, always giving myself a little bit more. Or squeezing in one extra glass because I drank faster. And soon, this tiny light of omission grows bigger and it creeps up on you. And it turns into buying an extra bottle here and there. Getting rid of an empty bottle, uh, digging it down into the recycling so that no one notices. Or replacing bottles of wine in the wine rack or the fridge so that no one will notice that they were missing because I drank them. And the problem is that I got away with it. Not because I was some kind of master criminal, but because no one suspected that I was really capable of that type of behaviour. No one was really looking for it. And in my mind, I would rationalise it. I'd say to myself, well, I'm a grown up. I can drink what I like. So why was I sneaking around? I mean, sometimes I would defiantly put it out there and I would say, hey, I bought an extra bottle of wine and I drank it all myself. I deserve it today. And people would laugh a bit. Oh, that's Jackie. So, I mean, the lying continues the further I spiral down. And I always managed to steer the conversation 
towards how much I drank. I mean, my strategy was, especially towards the end, was hiding in plain sight. Because if I can move the conversation around to wine drinking, I could then declare that I didn't really drink much at all. I didn't really drink half as much as people around me. And in my worst moments, like any politician, I would pivot and deflect. Oh, look at so-and-so. I'm really a bit worried. Isn't she knocking it back a bit? But lying to people is hard work. Trying to appear functioning and competent when you've got a daily hangover. Attempting not to slur and stand straight when you're one bottle ahead of everybody else. Appearing at breakfast all bright and bushy-tailed, gagging down coffee. And making sure that you don't reveal that you can't remember any of the previous night's conversation. That's hard work. It takes up a lot of mental bandwidth. But more damaging than that, more damaging to yourself or or myself, is that constant living without any integrity at all. And I don't mean integrity in the sense, you know, that a second-hand car salesman doesn't have any. I mean the integrity that comes with living in line with your values and your purpose and being truly authentic to the person that you are. Many of us with drinking problems spend a lot of energy searching for why it happened. I mean, there's endless debate about alcoholism as a disease, for example, or maybe it's caused or prompted by some tragedy or trauma. And while I don't dismiss this, for lots of us, I am sure that drinking was a result of living for years without integrity, not being who you really are. I mean, there's lots of reasons for this. I mean, maybe your parents were a were big influence on what you did with your life. I mean, that was certainly true for me. And we're all influenced by media and society's expectation, giving us a vision of what our lives were meant to be. For example, think about the self-disgust that a new mother experiences who looks at her baby and finds herself wishing that she was back at work and had never become a parent because she thought it was going to be so totally different from this. Or maybe you yourself are looking around your cubicle at work at your glossy career that everybody thinks you're so lucky to have and you secretly wish that you were at home making jewellery. Or maybe your life took so many different turns that you really lost who you are. All your hopes and dreams were lost in the midst of time decades ago and you're looking in the mirror and barely recognising yourself. Being uncomfortable in your own skin and not living your truth. Not having any integrity to yourself. Wine really seems like a panacea for that uncomfortable feeling. And for a while it's a distraction. But instead of helping it accentuates and amplifies this lack of integrity because you're adding on another level of lies and deceit. Giving up drinking is hard. Yep, there's cravings, there's the habits, there's the triggers. And you can strategize for all of that. But at some point, you have to face the truth. And as Gloria Steinem said, and as I'm very fond of quoting... The truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. I mean, it's a scary prospect staring down 
the barrel of the gun of truth, all those cringeworthy moments that you have at three o'clock in the morning. Now you need to drag them out and go through them and face them in the cold light of day. And it's horrible. But unless you can work through this, unless you can get back to your integrity, whatever that might look like, I personally don't believe that sobriety can stick. A lot of what AA does doesn't resonate with me. But making a moral inventory of yourself is one of the steps of a 12-step process and, and one that I think, first of all, is essential and also unavoidable if you're going to travel down the path of sobriety. Lots of self-help gurus, gurus tell us these days to love ourselves and I totally believe that. We should accept ourselves and love ourselves, flaws and all. But in order to do that, we have to know exactly who we are. We have to know what our flaws are. And to say affirmations in the mirror every morning to boost our self-esteem is like sprinkling sugar on shit if you haven't done some of the heavy lifting first. And I don't mean that you need to listen to the negative mind monkey chatter that drones on in your ear telling you that you're a failure. I mean a serious self-accounting, non-judgmental inventory of yourself and your life, where and how you are living now that's outside of your integrity. And that doesn't need the mindless chant of affirmations. Doing that inventory does set you free. And it's a nasty, messy work. For me, it's an ongoing process. I saw a quote yesterday that said the ongoing lesson is that there are always ongoing lessons. But living those lessons, dispensing with the spin, is really the main way and the only way I stay sober. And it does involve peeling back the layers of my life and lies in the same way that we do that with our politicians. Wine became my main spin master and my campaign manager and my handler. And now, having fired the campaign, I have to stand in my truth. And it's hard, but it is simple and straightforward. It's uncomfortable, but ultimately it's freeing. Thanks for listening to me today. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye for now.